Hi, and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Gisela Kiyar, and I believe we are living in the last days. I hope with this next series of podcasts to explain what is going on and what will happen very soon with regards to the rapture and the tribulation in Bible prophecy. I pray that as you hear this message, it will encourage you to read the good news of Jesus' true salvation for yourself. Seek the truth. Ask God to open your heart, eyes, and mind to understand what the Spirit is trying to tell you. The episode will begin right after this short message. A new heaven and a new earth, our confident hope. Oh, we're at the end of the book of Revelation, and it's my absolute favorite two Bible chapters. Why? Because this is what a born-again Christian bases their confident hope on, an unshakable hope. It's God's promise to us that this earth is not all there is. If we clean up our act, repent of our sins, and turn to Jesus— We will have a place in the new heaven and the new earth with him. Let's review that promise. It's in John chapter 14, verses 1 through 3. Jesus is sitting with his disciples, just just getting ready to have the Last Supper. And he, he tells them, Don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me. There is more than enough room in my father's home. If this were not so... Would I have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you? When everything is ready, I will come and get you so that you will always be with me where I am. So in Revelation 21 and 22, there has to be the best coming attractions ever created. Well, look at who the creator is. I found a video from Alpha and Omega Productions that attempts to portray what this new heaven and new earth and the new Jerusalem will look like. It's at the bottom of my blog article, and you can click on the link in in the show notes um, to to get to it so you can view it. Um, Let's read through these chapters first. So Revelation 21. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the old heaven and the old earth had disappeared, and the sea was also gone. And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven like a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. I heard a loud shout from the throne saying, Look, God's home is now among his people. He will live with them and they will be his people. God himself will be with them. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes and there will be no more death or sorrow or crying or pain. All these things are gone forever. That's Revelation 21, 1 through 4. Oh, imagine that, no more pain. A few years ago, a dear friend of mine from church passed away from ovarian cancer. I get emotional just thinking about her and everything that she suffered. I have two other dear friends who look like their respective battles with cancer may not last this year. I have another friend who lost his wife on Holy Thursday. His hope is that she is now pain-free. These friends of mine had more sorrow, crying, and pain than I've ever experienced. My only complaint is arthritis pain. I'll be glad when that's gone. 
In any rate, my confident hope is that I will see these friends of mine and an uncle, who I know was a believer, in heaven when I get there. As for my parents, I don't know, but that's for another blog article. We continue with John's writing. And the one sitting on the throne said, look, I am making everything new. And then he said to me, write this down for what I tell you is trustworthy and true. And he also said, it is finished. And where have we heard that before? Oh, the seven last words of Christ on the cross. Then he said, I am the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end. And he repeats this a couple of times. Okay, so he's the first and the last, the beginning and the end. He continues, to all who are thirsty, I will give freely from the springs of the water of life. All who are victorious will inherit all these blessings, and I will be their God, and they will be my children. But cowards, unbelievers, the corrupt, murderers, the immoral, those who practice witchcraft, idol worshipers, and all liars, their fate is in the fiery lake of burning sulfur. This is the second death. Then one of the seven angels who held the seven bowls containing the seven last plagues, and we heard about those a couple of chapters ago, came and said to me, come with me. I will show you the bride, the wife of the lamb. So he took me in the spirit to a great high mountain and he showed me the holy city, Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God. It shone with the glory of God and sparkled like a precious stone, like jasper, as clear as crystal. The city was broad and high with 12 gates guarded by 12 angels. And the names of the 12 tribes of Israel were written on the gates. There were three gates on each side, east, north, south, and west. The wall of the city had 12 foundation stones and on them were written the names of the 12 apostles of the lamb. The number 12 is one of the numbers of completion. You know, it's 12 of everything. The angel who talked to me held in his hand a gold measuring stick to measure the city, its gates, and its wall. When he measured it, he found it was a square, as wide as it was long. In fact, its length and width and height were each 1,400 miles. Then he measured the walls and found them to be 216 feet thick, according to the human standard used by the angel. Okay, now in one of my Bible studies on this, um, this is to give you an idea. That's about the size of from Maine to Florida. Okay, and I've basically traveled that route. So that's that's big. I mean, it takes took us what three days, two days, two days to 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 drive that. Whoa! All right, continuing. The wall was made of jasper, and the city was pure gold, as clear as glass. The wall of the city was built on foundation stones inlaid with 12 precious stones. The first was jasper, the second sapphire, the third agate, the fourth emerald, the fifth onyx, the sixth carnelian, the seventh chrysolite, the eighth beryl, the ninth topaz, the tenth chrysophrase, the eleventh jacinth, and the twelfth amethyst. The twelve gates were made of pearls, each gate from a single pearl. Each gate from a single pearl. Wow. The pearly gates. Okay. Notice Peter's not in this at all. So that's just a made up thing. Anyway. And the main street was pure gold, as clear as glass. 
I saw no temple in the city for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple. And the city has no need of sun or moon for the glory of God illuminates the city and the Lamb is its light. The nations will walk in its light and the kings of the world will enter the city in all their glory. Its gates will never be closed at the end of the day because there is no night there. All the nations will bring their glory and honor into the city. Nothing evil will be allowed to enter, nor anyone who practices shameful idolatry and dishonesty, but only those whose names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. That's Revelation 21, 5 through 27. To all who are thirsty, thirsty here means longing. I was longing for 22 years. I looked for what was missing in my life in college, parties, travel, adventures, discos, and many bad relationships. Hey, I was a prodigal. It wasn't until I read the Left Behind book in 1995 that I asked, will I get left behind at the rapture? I wasn't sure. And if you click on over to my blog, there's a podcast that I did on being a prodigal. We know who will get into heaven. However, in this passage, Jesus details who won't get in. Revelation 21.8. But cowards, unbelievers, the corrupt, murderers, the immoral, those who practice witchcraft or sorcery or divination or astrology, idol worshipers, all liars, their fate is in the fiery lake of burning sulfur. This is the second death. That's hell, folks, not purgatory. There are no second chances here. And Revelation 22. And if you click on over to my blog, I I grabbed a a shot from the video that I embedded there. And it's pretty cool. They did, you know, it's kind of hard for a human to imagine what or to depict what this is going to be like. But they actually did a pretty good job. Okay, I'm sure it's going to be even more even more awesome than 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 what's depicted in this video. But you got you got to watch the video. Then the angel showed me a river with the water of life, clear as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb. It flowed down the center of the main street. On each side of the river grew a tree of life, bearing twelve crops of fruit, with a fresh crop each month. The leaves were used for medicine to heal the nations. No longer will there be a curse upon anything. Okay, so the curse started with Adam and Eve in the garden in Genesis 3. And if you need a refresher course on that, I suggest reading Genesis 3. But that's the curse that we're talking about. That's the curse we're living now on earth because Satan is ruling earth. And and it's a mess. Okay, it's a mess. So. The new heaven and the new earth, no more Satan, okay? Satan is in the fiery lake, okay? No longer will there be a curse upon anything, for the throne of God and the Lamb will be there, the Lamb, Jesus, and his servants will worship him, and they will see his face and his name will be written on their foreheads, and there will be no night there, no need for lamps or sun, for the Lord God will shine on them. And they will reign forever and ever. Then the angel said to me, John, everything you have heard 
and seen is trustworthy and true. The Lord God who inspires his prophets has sent his angel to tell his servants what will happen soon. That's Revelation 22, 1 through 6. Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. Now, listen to this carefully, and you can you know read along in my blog, too, if you click on over to the link in the show notes. Jesus is speaking to you and me. He explains exactly who will get into heaven and who won't. So which one are you? I pray that you listen to this or you read this with open eyes, mind, and heart. And Jesus says, look, I am coming soon. Blessed are those who obey the words of prophecy written in this book. Now, John takes over. I, John, am the one who heard and saw all these things. And when I heard and saw them, I fell down to worship at the feet of the angel who showed them to me. But he said, no, don't worship me. I am a servant of God, just like you and your brothers, the prophets, as well as all who obey what is written in this book. Worship only God. Okay, this can't be any plainer or clearer than anything else, okay? Worship only God, okay? That means don't worship Mary. Mary is not the queen of heaven. Sorry, no, she was human. She died. She is in heaven, but you can't worship her. Don't worship the saints. Don't pray to the saints. The saints are not intercessors for you to God. You pray to Jesus. You pray to God directly in Jesus' name, okay? You worship only God. Anything else is idolatry. It's idol worship. And God hates that. (sighs) John continues writing. Then he instructed me, don't seal up the prophetic words in this book for the time is near. Let the one who is doing harm continue to do harm. Let the one who is vile continue to be vile. Let the one who is righteous continue to live righteously, and let the one who is holy continue to be holy. Okay, now that that's that's an interesting passage there because he's saying, you know, listen, if if you don't believe in God and you want to continue sinning and doing evil and worshiping Satan and um, you know and worshiping statues or whatever, then fine, go ahead. But I hate to say this you're going to hell, okay? But the believers, if you're righteous, continue to live righteously. (sighs) Let the one who is holy continue to be holy. We are to be holy as God is holy. And Jesus comes back and says, Look, I am coming soon, bringing my reward with me to repay all people according to their, their deeds. And he says again, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Okay, folks, we were saved by grace. We are saved by grace, which is free. We are not saved by works at all. So we cannot boast. We are saved by grace so that we can do good works. Okay, we are saved by grace only. You can't buy grace points. You can't earn your way to heaven. You can't pray somebody into heaven. No, you are saved by grace. Oh, blessed are those who watch their ro- wash their robes. Repent. They will be permitted to enter through the gates of the city and eat the fruit from the tree of life. 
Outside the city are the dogs, the sorcerers, the sexually immoral, the murderers, the idol worshippers, and all who love to live a lie. Open your eyes, people. Jesus speaks again. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to give you this message for the churches. I am both the source of David and the heir to this throne. I am the bright morning star. The spirit and the bride say, come. Let anyone who hears this say, come. Let anyone who is thirsty, come. Let anyone who desires drink freely from the water of life. And I solemnly declare to everyone who hears the words of prophecy written in this book, if anyone adds anything to what is written here, God will add to that person the plagues described in this book. And if anyone removes any of the words from this book of prophecy, God will remove that person's share in the tree of life and in the holy city that are described in this book. He who is the faithful witness to all these things says, yes, I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. Maranatha. May the grace of the Lord Jesus be with God's holy people. That's the book of Revelation, chapter 22, verses 7 through 20. And if you click onto my blog, I have some related content, links to other blogs, um, and there are podcasts there too. Are you good enough to get into heaven? Can you buy God's grace? Which goes into you know more detail on that if you've got additional questions. Seek forgiveness through the blood of Christ only. Are you longing for the truth, for a new life? It's available only through Jesus Christ, not through a church, not through a saint, and definitely not through Mary. Jesus said, anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. That's in Revelation 3.22. And actually, it's repeated 14 times in Scripture. Kind of gives the idea that God wants us to pay attention to this. Jesus also said, and you will know the truth, and the truth Will set you free. That's in the Gospel of John, chapter 8, verse 32. But if you want the assurance of salvation and a one way, non stop ticket to heaven, and boy, that heaven's going to be gorgeous, and that you won't be left behind at the rapture, this is what you have to do believe, repent of your sins, be baptized, and receive the Holy Spirit. Pray this prayer humbly and wholeheartedly. Dear Lord Jesus, I know I am a sinner. I believe you died for my sins. Please forgive me right now. I turn from my sins and I open the door of my heart and my life to you. I confess you as my personal Lord and Savior, and I will follow you for the rest of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. And the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it. And then the end will come. It's Matthew 24, 14. Are you ready? Don't forget to click on over to my blog to watch that video. Solideo Gloria. To God alone be the glory. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you realize that I don't want you to be left behind. Jesus said in Revelation 3 verses 20 through 22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. 
Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. If you have any comments or questions, please feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. Make sure you download my favorite free Bible study apps, Uversion Bible app and Through the Word. These will make it easy for you to get into the habit of reading the Bible daily. Oh, and don't forget to hit the subscribe, ah, the subscribe button, then the share button. The good news of Jesus Christ is meant to be shared. Soli Deo Gloria. To God alone be the glory.